Before you listen to this episode, you should know that this is the result of an April Fool's joke from 2018. Uh, we thought it would be funny if we just released an episode that was about nail polish uh, instead of Polish Star Wars collectibles, and if we interviewed Katie Garvey instead of her brother Tommy Garvey. Um, so that's what this is. There's no Star Wars content on this at all. It's all just an interview about nail polish, which, to be fair, is actually really interesting, and I got really into it. Um, there is another version of this podcast which contains this kind of psychedelic, psychotic sound collage uh, that I made um, that is sort of unlistenable. It was also on Easter, so I hid some Easter eggs in there. And actually, if you look at it from a certain light, uh, it ends up being a commentary about the show itself. But uh, I'm going to remove that from iTunes and hide it in a place on the internet. And you can ask me, and I'll give you the link. Um, just like all of our other uh, erased episodes, they do exist somewhere. I just won't tell you where the other ones are. Um, but if you want to know, come up and ask me if you want to hear the crazy version of the April Fool's joke. Um, it's not very listenable, but um, I I like it. But I, of course, made it, and it's very self-serving. So without any further ado, uh, here is the Kivecast interview about nail polish. And I swear this stuff is really, really interesting. Okay. Wampa Wampa. Welcome to Kivecast 89. That's right, Steve. You know, we've, we've always gotten... Um, whenever we try to get a hold of Garvey, we love whenever we can hear from Garvey because Garvey knows everything about the collectors, the things that Garvey collects. So why don't we talk to Garvey right now about Garvey's favorite collectible? Yes. All right, Steve. Well, at long last, we have a one-on-one -on -one interview with Garvey. Hi, Katie. How's it going? Hi, I'm doing great. Thank you. Yes, we're here with Katie Garvey, the world's – are you the world's greatest nail polish collector or, or one of the world's greatest nail polish collectors? Well, I have a pretty nice collection of nail polish, but I would not say that I am the world's best collector of nail polish. There is a woman in Australia who has a much larger collection than I do. <laughs> and, and is it – how many like super collectors of nail polish are there? Well, I think that there are quite a few collectors, more probably than you would think of, but different people collect different nail polishes in different ways. And I just said different like six times, but <laughs> like some people collect, yeah, some people collect like the vintage ones, almost like wines, like to just like put on mm. display. Mm -hmm. And some people want to collect them to wear them. I so see. So they only want the colors. Yeah, that they're going to wear that are um, work with their skin tone, and so people, it's it's sort of an individual choice for a collector. And is it is it a like a great divide? Like do you like have nicknames for each other? Like oh, they're showers, and then you know they're wearers, or is there some kind of like, do you, is there like an online community where you guys fight back and forth about how to best collect uh, <laughs> nail polish? No, I wouldn't say that there's too many fights. There's definitely online communities for nail polish. There's Facebook groups. There's um, Reddit has some things. There's YouTube. There's tons of YouTube people who just, like, buy it and swatch it live and then discuss it. Um, so I've heard them people call nail polish collectors lacquer heads because it's, <laughs> you know, nail lacquer. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And, and, uh, and yeah, which it, one are you? Are, pretty, are you? are you a wearer or a shower? 
I got to say that I, I wear the nail polish. Um, it was kind of a, it's a hard choice because if you're paying $300 for a nail polish and you know there's not that much nail polish in the bottle, right. um, there's more than you would think. There's probably 50, probably like two coat manicures in the bottle, but you have to figure like if, <laughs> if you paid $300 for it, every time you wear it, you're spending some money. And so you have to think, well, I bought this rare nail polish and I'm only going to wear it on like my birthday or Christmas or, you know, a special occasion. But on the other hand, if you never wear it at all, it almost has no purpose. Why did you bother to collect it if you're not enjoying it? Well, I mean, it's kind of like toy collecting. It's like, I can tell you because it's cool and it's interesting and it, it has a history and a, and a, and a story. Um, now, now, Steve, uh, do you know what a, what a manicure is? <laughs> yes, guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, I do too. So when she says two coat manicure, I bet that means that in order to get a really good manicure, you can't just do it once; you have to do it twice. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That is absolutely true. Some nail polishes actually take three coats. Now, oh um, if you want oh. to talk, a, yeah, oh yeah, and if you want to talk about neon colors, you have to put white nail polish down, and then you put two coats of the neon color, and that's how you get the really bright because neons are sheer. Wow. Yeah, that, that reminds me of when I uh, was in France and I asked them to dye my hair blue and the woman wouldn't do it because she's like, it will wreck your hair. You have nice hair. No. Um, I'm very, very lucky that she did that. That's, that's probably a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was having a little bit of a personality uh, crisis there. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, Steve, I, I owe you 50 bucks because I do think that it is possible that Katie does exist after all. Uh, um, I've been trying to, I've had this theory that you are just Tommy's alter ego who collects things that, because Tommy collects so many things that he just needs another human being to collect more interesting things. And so I thought that was you, but I'm pretty sure this is not Tommy's voice, Steve. What do you think? I I think it's safe to say it's not Tommy. I think we've met we've met Katie before. <laughs> you have, I have, and every time you I'm, haven't. Okay, no, well, yeah. One time, a time is like I'm going to meet you, and then he runs away, and he comes back, and he's wearing this wig, and he talks exactly the same. <laughs> and, and then the next time I came to visit him, the name kept changing. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, that's my sister Betsy." I'm like, "What? Yeah, my, that's my sister Mabel." I was like, "Wait, what?" Um, Oh geez, that sounds like him. Yes, yeah, yeah. It does. does. But, but let's get back to, to nail <laughs> nail. Po- Steve, I was realizing we should call this the Polish Cast because um, you know my, my dad always calls it the Chive Cast, and then yeah, some right. people would see the Polish Cast and go, "Oh, is this a a, a, a podcast about Poland?" <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Actually, I, I've had that because there are nail polish conventions called Polish Cons, but when you type that into Google, a yeah. lot of times you get. Polish conventions mm. <laughs> popping up from like around the country. Yeah. Uh, so, so there are Pol- There was one of my questions. There are Polish conventions. Yes, there are. Now there's different, like if you're going to collect nail polish, you have to think about like, first of all, are you collecting vintage nail polish or are you collecting like newer nail polish? But you also have to think about what type of nail polish, like what price point are you collecting? Are you doing like drugstore, which is like the Revlon and the L'Oreal and that kind of stuff? Or are you going to collect, like, um, OPI or SE? Those are more like the salon brands. Those are, like, 10 bucks each. Or are you going to collect, like, Chanel, Dior? Those are going to cost you $28 each at a store. Or are you going to collect indie nail polishes, which they sell on the Internet and are, like, made by um, 
small companies by people in their houses. And those, oh, probably like 10 to $20 each. And those are really more interesting colors because they're made in such small batches and they're made for people who are really into nail polish and who will wear super bright colors and super glitters and things like that. And and so is, is a lot of usually it... Usually at... Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say the convention. The conventions are usually the indie nail polish. Okay, right. and and so it's really about like, so I mean, you can sort of discern like red, right? So there's like, if you see a, a nail polish that's like a really interesting red that excites you and 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 you like want to talk about it, and you can really tell the difference between like many different colors red, or is is that the kind of thing that I'm? Is that correct? I can, um, well, I probably have 300 red nail polishes. Okay. Um, <laughs> Take that as a yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can get, yeah, you can get, like, red that's just a cream, like a regular nail polish, but then I could get, like, red with glitter. I could get red with hollow glitter. I could get red with a linear holographic, red with a shimmer, red with a jelly, red with a crelly. I could get a thousand different variations of red. And wow. you could get dark, dark reds to more like bright reds to neon reds to pinky reds. Wow. Well, I, I took an online test once, yeah, and I see a lot of color. Now polish people tend to see, people who are into it, see a lot of colors. Now, Tommy is colorblind. Yes, I was going to say that. Is this all a big, is this, this, oh my, Steve? Steve? Yeah. Uh, Steve, one second. <laughs> I'm sorry, Katie. I'm, I'm now I'm back to not knowing if you exist or not. Okay. Because if I was trying to create an alter ego, I would say I was colorblind, and then I would have my alter ego be able to see many, many colors. How do we know Tommy's colorblind? He just says it. So it seems so improbable. Uh, oh, boy. It's, oh, it's getting deeper oh, and deeper, Steve. You're just, you're just not going to let this one go, man. I don't, I don't think so. And, and, um. So, okay, so then it's how many different colors. Now, are there, like, vintage Wait. conventions as well where, where people get together and, and trade super high quality and, and high price items? No, I wouldn't say, like, on the – There's I've never really seen a convention of that. Usually that's done more online. Like, I, um, I got a lot of vintage nail polish from a woman who had a blog and uh, it has one called uh, Pretty – Oh, you're, 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 the, the the phone's breaking up a little bit here, uh, right, Steve? Yeah, 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 I'm hearing a little bit yeah. of this. Are you a maybe breakup. like in a bad zone, or I don't know? I because you said blog, and then after that, I didn't hear anything. Wait, uh, I, you're kind of breaking up. I'm moving to a different position. Yeah, I think. I think. <laughs> let me see. Um, and. and Steve, yeah. <laughs> Once again, this this could be you know this is Tommy's curse. I don't know what what's going on down there in Florida. But every time <laughs> we try and talk to him, all right. So she's moving somewhere else. Okay. Yeah, I moved. I moved to see if that helped you. It's a little bit better. It's still breaking. It's still breaking up. Yeah. Do you um? Do you think we should try? Do you think trying to do the call again would would help Sky like resetting it? Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll just I'll just call back. Um, oh, you're gonna call? Me? Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll try that one second. Okay. So on the original version of the podcast, this is where there's about 25 minutes to half an hour of Steve and I trying and failing to get a hold of Tommy and Katie, 
due to phone problems. We ended up diverging in a bunch of weird stories. I think I talked about losing my virginity and uh, a bunch of other weird stuff. But um, I'm going to spare you from that now and get back to part two of the different time as well. Um, but it looks like we can't actually get to the next question, which was um, – so we left it off with you saying – remember that, Steve, an hour ago? That, that you got most of your vintage stuff from someone who had a blog. So what's the story with yeah. that? Well, it started out um, – you can have, like, I guess you guys know, you can have, like, saved searches on eBay. Yes. And so I was looking for a line called uh, Revlon Streetwear, which was from the 90s. And it had, like, um, like t- I guess, like, teen colors is what they were going for. They were, like, uh, really glittery colors, bright colors, different colors. And just as an aside, I would say that nail polish collectors, like, hardcore nail polish collectors usually like the strange colors better, like mm-hmm. blues and stuff. So okay. that's what I was looking for, and I had put some of them on my saved um, searches, and one popped up for one of the really rare nail polishes, which happens to be a glitter called Kwanzaa, and it's black, <laughs> and it's yeah, it's a holiday glitter, and it's black and green and red square glitters. And when I saw that, I was like, whoa, that's a really rare nail polish. And so I wrote the woman, and I said, hey, do you have any other rare yeah. street wares? And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm a collector of uh, nail polish, but I'm kind of, like, getting out of it now, and I'm going to sell my whole collection. And she sent me an Excel sheet of her whole collection, and she's like, what do you want from it? And it turned out that she had a blog, like, online, and um, I looked through it, and she sold me, um, ooh, over 100 nail polishes, probably. Wow. Yeah. And and so so what, what did that Kwanzaa go for? Um, I paid her a hundred dollars for it, I believe. Okay. And that's not that old. That's only like 10 years old or something. It's from the late nineties, early two thousands. Now, um, I have nail polishes that go back to the 1930s. Those I, I'm hesitant to wear those on my nails because obviously I'm not sure what's in them. It could be lead. Right. So yes. It's mercury. (laughs) Right. I don't know what's in those things. So, um, I have them. Um, on more on display when they're that old. Um, stuff from the '90s, though, stuff from even the late '80s, I think is fine to wear. Um, back, they have chemicals in nail polish, obviously. In fact, some of the chemicals are the same chemicals that are used to make explosives. So they're they're high, like they're they're heavy duty chemicals. Yeah. But um, as cosmetic companies become more aware of like health and things like that. They begin taking a lot of the chemicals out of them. Like formaldehyde used to be in nail polish and it isn't any longer. And starting in the late eighties, they were taking out a lot of the most harmful chemicals. So now they're like 12 free, like the 12 worst chemicals are out of them. If you go to a store and buy them now, but, um, well, that's no fun. Got, I, I, yeah. I like it having formaldehyde in it. That's uh, you like formaldehyde. <laughs> yes, it's a good Dead Milkman song. That ought to be the the, the theme song for this. Okay. I think so. Yeah. So then you have something to go back to the 30s. When do you yes. know when was nail polish invented? Like, was it invented? Well, they have evidence of um, like henna being used in um, ancient Egypt and in ancient China. They would decorate their nails with like gold leaf and things like mm. that. So yeah. they were always decorating their nails. But in the 
the colors that we think of today started coming right around the um, the 1920s era, I believe, because people began to have automobiles and you could paint your automobiles different colors. And mm-hmm. what my understanding is, and Tom actually bought me a book on the history of nail polish, and that's why I knew this. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> but the, apparently um, girls would go to auto uh, automobile shops and ask for the paint for the cars because they liked it and they would paint their nails with that. And that sort of like inspired the idea of, hey, maybe we should offer a line of paint that is a little bit better for your nails. Okay, and is there, is there like a first company to come out with nail polish on a, on a mass scale? I believe it was a Q-Tex. Okay. Which, yeah, That's an they still make company? stuff. Uh, I think so. There's, uh, ooh, I don't want to... I think it is. Q-Tex and Revlon are coming out with stuff um, right around the middle of the 20s, like 25, that's liquid. Before that, a lot of the nail polish was like powders that you had to rub into your nails. Right. So like... 25 the middle 20s is when Q-Tech starts coming out with liquid nail polishes. Okay. And that's and, what we have today. And of the is the super old stuff really valuable or does people do people not really care about that? Like if you no. got a, a 1920s Q-Tech, could you find it and what would it go for? Um I bought two 1930s nail polishes like a couple weeks ago for 40 bucks. Those oh, yeah. are not the rarest ones. The, the rarest ones, the most expensive ones are like the Chanel's from the late nineties, early two thousands, huh. because those are ones that people know or remember and they were expensive. And those are going to go like Chanel Jade, Chanel holographic, Chanel night sky. All of those are going to be probably 300 to $400 each. And, and that's um, and, about as much as you can't spend more than four hundred dollars on a on a nail polish. I've never seen a nail polish go for more than four hundred. I've spent three fifty for Streetwear's Hippy Dippy, and that's the most I've ever seen anyone pay for a nail polish. <laughs> okay, so okay, so I'm, I'm I'm getting some interesting things here. First of all, I just told my kids today I do have a bottle of cologne from Chanel. My mom bought it for okay. me in 1999, and I wear. Okay. It, like twice a year, so I still have it. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's just alcohol and bobcat piss. And they're like, really? I'm like, yes. <laughs> um, and of course, the only time I ever had my nails painted was when my daughter painted my nails once. Um, although, actually, that's not true. Now, I do have an interesting question for you, and I don't know if this would be interesting. Do you know the company Urban Decay? Absolutely, I do. I, I have a whole collection of them. <laughs> I, I used to work for them. Oh. Uh, really? So, yeah, well, my my. Uh, future ex-girlfriend, future wife, future ex-wife, um, uh, was helping out her best friend who was kind of a goth looking lady. Sure. Yeah. And and also a friend of mine. And they would go around to Newberry comics in Massachusetts and they would have to make sure that the, the, the product was being displayed well. Uh-huh. So and and they had like a whole collection of different urban decay things. Oh. They'd go in and have to replace the testers and things like that. Sure. And sure. so one summer she went away. So I took over the route. And so I would just walk in with all this urban decay stuff and be like, "Hi." You know, just my my dorky self and I would replace uh, a whole bunch of So this was probably around 2000. Um, were the bottles were the bottles like a vial cap where it was like a flat cap that you screwed onto the top like a medicine vial or were they the ones that flared out slightly at the top? I think they flared out slightly at the top. 
Okay. Those are the second gens. Every one of those is probably worth between like 10, 20 bucks. The ones before with the little screw caps that are like a medicine bottle cap, those are worth a lot. I've never even seen one of those for sale because wow. they dried out so quickly. And um, that's something I want to say. A lot of people don't know this, but nail polish, it lasts forever because bacteria doesn't grow in it. The only thing that can happen is that it can dry out. However, they sell nail polish for store, nail polish liquid, like a clear liquid you put right back in and you revive the nail polish. So nail polish, if it's dried out, can easily be fixed. But those old caps on those urban decays let air in. And what happened was a lot of people, their nail polish dried out and they just tossed them. So there aren't a lot of those around and those are pretty collectible. Wow. Well, I'll, so, I'll have to check because I know that somewhere I I kept a bunch of my extra. There was a, a brief period of time where I wore um, uh, eyeliner um, that mm-hmm. I, I had from <laughs> – you can stop laughing, Steve um, – <laughs> that I had from my, my job uh, there working for Urban Decay. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, There's I, I, male polish. There's male nail polish called male polish. Hard Candy came out with a whole line of male polish. Those are very rare and expensive. I've never seen them for sale. I've just seen pictures. And I bought Tom some nail polish for his birthday once, but he wouldn't wear it. And uh, <laughs> Well, I, I can I got, tell you this. Yeah. I will – if you buy me some nail polish, I will definitely wear some at the next convention. There you uh, go. Convention. That's better. Um, we're yeah, we're going to make this it? a thing. Absolutely. <laughs> because that's, that's what the Polish cast is all about. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome. Well, I, I think uh, I think for those who who hung around for the amazing lapse of time in this podcast, I think they've been they've been well rewarded. Steve and I have to record a full episode with your brother, with your quote unquote brother, um, right now. And you know, uh, you know, you asked me no questions about Star Wars nail polish at all, right? Yes. Well, oh, so should, Steve, what's funnier? Is it funnier to ask her or, or to not ask her at all? Wait, should I ask you and then you'd be like, nah, nobody cares? <laughs> yeah, actually, I don't think anybody cares. Do that. That's good. Yeah, yeah, no one cares. I think that's good. Who cares about Star Wars collectibles? We only care about Polish here at the Polish cast. <laughs> uh, awesome, Katie. Well, well, I'll let you pick out the color. Um, I, I, I have a lot of complicated... Um, like uh, costuming that I might uh-huh. do at the next convention. Um, okay. But whenever that's over, I will definitely put on some nail polish. Uh, I, I, I will guarantee <laughs> one finger. I will say likely one hand and maybe even all 10 digits. I don't know. Awesome. Um, so, <laughs> cool. Well, well, thanks for coming on. And, Thank uh, you, guys. And uh, we'll um, – I don't. Steve, how do we end the Polish cast? What, what's, our, what's our catchphrase? And here's part three of the interview. Well after – We'd already recorded most of the next episode, and Katie came back on to say one more thing. That's a big collection. That's a big collection. Uh, Okay. All right. One second. So, Steve, uh, we're now recording with Tommy many, many minutes later after finishing everything with Katie. But but Katie is insisting that we mention Mm -hmm. how many different kinds of nail polish she has. So that is true. We didn't actually ask the question. Uh, So how many – I don't know who I'm talking to, Tommy, Katie, or Tommy pretending to be Katie. So how many – how many – Sorry, hello? Tommy's giving me the computer now. I'm back. (laughs) So so apparently we – who is this now? It's Katie. Oh, okay. No problem, Tommy. Okay. So (laughs) (laughs) – Why do you guys not think 
that exist? I don't get it. I, I, I it's, heard it's just Sky. <laughs> Um, uh, it's okay. I know you put the wig on, you become a different person. It's good. Um, okay. So we did forget to ask you how many different, see, because to me, I'm not interested in numbers. I'm interested in like That's a great point. I totally agree with you. Like quality over quantity. That is true. Yes. um, But I didn't ask you what is your, what is your favorite, uh, nail polish and how many do you have? So the least interesting first, uh, how many different, uh, individual kinds of nail polish do you own? I have 3,976. 3,976. And do you display... How many of them do you display at a time? Probably about 500. I have like a shelf and then like little um, spice rack steps, if you think about it. So it's like a okay. bookshelf. And then and then I just put them... I usually display them in color. So I have a red section, a pink section, a blue section, a light blue section. And is there one particular brand that you focus on more than others? You know, like Tommy only Somewhere collects, Phineas uh, is just like, I want to talk about We Play. <laughs> Phineas can wait, okay? Because, yeah. um, I mean, cause I, as, as you know, Tommy only collects uh, Jessica Mead or whatever. Um, so uh, is there like a specific brand that you focus on? I would say, um, no, I, I, I like... I like the vintage ones, so I really like streetwear. I really like hard candy, like the old hard candy, not the crap they sell at Walmart now, but like the older ones. And OPI, I do have a, I have about 350 OPIs. Okay. But so, I, I tend to collect any brand. Um, it's more about the color for me. Okay. And then the final question before we get back to Weequay. Um, what What is your oh, – wait, Steve, should we do the, the lightning round? <laughs> yeah, I guess that, that would apply, right? It's, just, it's a, the universal, generally, question. Yeah, yeah, okay. I don't know what that is. Okay, that's fine. Katie, what is your favorite bad line from a Star Wars movie? Oh, my God. <laughs> the entire thing is full of bad lines. I know. I know from your Facebook uh, uh, thing that you like to point out bad dialogue. So what is your All favorite right. bad line from a Star Wars movie? Uh, probably when Anakin is, like, um, in, in the second movie... Uh, and he's like, she doesn't like it when we're watching her. And I was like, yeah, no kidding. She doesn't like it when you're watching her, you creep. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, that good. One. Good. All right. Um, uh, if uh, if your beautiful um, house outside of uh, Orlando um, or somewhere near Orlando uh, happened to be burned down in a great swamp fire and you could only <laughs> grab one – Nail I'll polish. Just here. That's fine. Uh, which which one would which one would you would you take? I would take um, Se's Starry Starry Night, which is like a dark blue, like a jelly polish, which means you can kind of see through it a little bit, and it's full of silver glitter, so it looks like the night sky, and it's beautiful. And that, that's your that's your favorite one. Probably yes. Okay. It's pretty expensive. But it's also beautiful. That's why I have more expensive polishes, but that's the one I like the best. Okay. And do you ever wear it? I wore it on my birthday two years ago. Okay. And then I liked it so much that I – see, now that's another problem with, like, liking something a lot, though, because, you know, there's a finite amount in that bottle. And if it's your favorite, you don't want to wear it because then you won't have it anymore. Right. Okay. And then do you have a holy grail of nail polish that you're trying to track down? Um, I would really like to get the vintage hard candy um, candy man set, the the male 
nail polish. I have never seen that, and I would like to find that. So there's, okay. I think, six of them, and their names are like Oedipus and Cowboy and Testosterone, and they're like <laughs> manly nail polishes. Okay. And they were sold at like the turn of the century, the 2000s, and uh, they're awesome. Yeah, if I could put it in a call for the one I'm wearing, I would like to, I'd like to wear testosterone. Um, I know, right? But I can't find it, man. <laughs> and then finally, if you were a nail polish, what one would you be and why? Not one would you like to be, but if you actually were nail polish, what would, what, what do you think you would be? This is a tough one. Yes, it's always a tough one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let me think for a second here. I think I'm going to go with OPI's I'm Not Really a Waitress, which is a bright, like, red nail polish. I like it because you can, like, uh, be a little bit sassy, but also totally wearable and um, a little bit shimmery. So I'm going to go with that one. Awesome. Well, perfect. Well, I think that officially closes out our... What is going uh, on? <laughs> What's that? Polish cast. In the middle of something. <laughs> It's, it's Tommy, you just have to, you have to accept that nail polish is more interesting than Star Wars toys at this point to me. Any assault at least. <laughs> Fine. All right. I just wanted to like finish up here. <laughs> yep, it's good. See? All right. I'm going to hand you back to Tommy. All right, sounds good. Uh, no. There you have it. So for all you Kivecast completionists, uh, coming up next will be our episode about uh, Weequay. Uh, it's a good one. It's a return to form after uh, whatever this has been. Although, I really like this nail polish stuff. Okay, uh, Steve wasn't around to say any kind of uh, outro, so I don't think we're going to have one. 